This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, we are now online. On the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, hello there. Hello. The internet is turning 30. And yes, it's so old. We have some memories of when the internet was fresh and young. What are your early internet memories? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Bradley, put your teeth back in. I am telling you the internet is so different than it was when I was a young man. 30 years ago. We're going to get all back in my day on the internet right now. What started this, Bradley? Well, back in my day, I read things on paper. No, um, uh, this started because I saw, actually, Holly brought this to my attention today, that the internet is 30 years young. Literally, three decades ago, the internet began. Now, I think we can all agree that really the internet is just entering its its own, if you mm-hmm. will. It's having uh, its heyday mm-hmm. because thirty years ago nobody was on the internet, no. and the internet that was was such a dinosaur, such an archaic piece of technology. Yet even then, even then, we were just mesmerized by this newfangled technology. Were we not? Well. Yes, because even when you say that it's 30 years old, I would have been 11 years old. I don't think I was aware of the Internet or it was something that I used on a daily basis for another 10 years after that. Yeah. So when the Internet began, that was what, 1989. So in 1989, I would have been 14 years young Mm -hmm. and I did not start using the Internet probably until because when I first started thinking about this, I immediately was transported back to my freshman year of college. So I'm sure we did some sort of like I'm sure I, I saw the Internet in high school. Somewhere mm-hmm. in a something because I honestly can't remember for the life of me. It had no relevance in my memories before college. My freshman year of college, I had my first email address. So this would have been 1993. Mm-hmm. I had my first email address. And I remember going to these little cubicles that were in the computer science building. There were four of them, maybe eight in two different pods. Uh-huh. There'd be it was like a circle. Or not a well, yeah, it was like a circle, and there were four computers. There were like four little cubies yep. that mm-hmm. were circular connected. 
and you would type in I don't even know what it was. It would probably would have been like Brad B trainer at McAllister, mm-hmm. blah blah. And I just remember being like, we'd go there and we would type, you know, emails to each other because nobody had email. So it's not like I was sending email home. Right. Right. And that was my first relationship to the internets. And I didn't have the sort of experience we're having now where, you know, I'm on my phone, I'm on the computer on a regular basis doing a bunch of different things, probably until the mid 2000s, early to mid 2000s at the earliest. Right. So that is a long time ago. And that was just so archaic. Isn't it? Isn't it crazy? I mean, to your point, my early memories, and by the way, feel free to join us with your early memories of the early internet. 651-641-1071 in in 1995, my humanities teachers uh, rolled a big computer into the classroom because we are all the students in the class had asked for them to give us basically a primer on email and they brought in a computer and they had to like get a special one that they could hook up in the classroom to the internet that they could dial up so they could show us how to use email because we didn't have that and people just didn't have A lot of people just didn't have the internet at their house. It was really expensive. And as you heard at the beginning of the segment, you had to use your phone line. Oh, it was super slow. It was really slow. Um, And like, it wasn't like you could just get on a hotmail. Like you had to get on the AOL with the whatever. Anyway, we learned, that's where we learned how to use email just by watching them. And then I didn't get on email until like you, I went to college and again, it wasn't like the email we have now. It was this DOS-based, yep. like, and you, you had, had to, to go to like, tab through different cursors. Oh, it was crazy. So I remember we had, we then had a computer lab. So there, there were these kiosk computers, these very, like, old sort of, um, I don't even remember what they're called, but um, where you could, like, do a rudimentary email system. And uh, again, this would have been the early 90s. And then we had a computer lab where you could, surf the internet although there was no term surf the internet at that point because Mm -hmm. nobody really knew what they were doing yet but slowly but surely over the next couple years i remember i would go to the computer lab and just because i was obsessed like i i i used to keep like a dictionary next to my toilet Mm -hmm. because i just love reading useless information Mm -hmm. and so i would go to the computer lab like on a saturday and just sit there for hours and just explore like there were all these things that like you know i used to love uh old hollywood celebrities and people would have like photo archives and i would click on a link to look at pictures of cary grant and you know you'd click on the name cary grant and mm-hmm. then it would take like 2 minutes for the picture to go from the top from down. the top down yeah to load people have no understanding you have no idea how hard it was to look at dirty pictures <laughs> it took forever um and regular pictures for that matter um i remember coding my very first website probably around the year of 1996 i created my own little web page oh with gosh. blinky animated graphics and MIDI instrumental files, you know, do you remember MIDI files? Oh, yes. Where it was like sort of like a, mm-hmm. 
That yes. was the that was the first place or the first way you could play sound on the internet, yeah. and they would play automatically when you loaded the page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, you had no choice. It was just thrilling. It's not like there was YouTube and you could watch music videos. Kids, no. I got news for you. YouTube's been around for what uh, eight years, maybe. Well, I don't even think we could ever conceive of what the internet has become. And I no. think I I try to exp- this is what's difficult is you know I have two nine year olds and a twelve year old and trying to explain the early internet to them is, I I mean, I might as well, I don't know. I I might as well be trying to show them hieroglyphics. Well, not even the early internet. Do they ever ask you what it's like before the internet? No, they don't because they have no concept of the fact that, that I lived before the internet, but I've told them about it. We try to tell them about it when we're in the car. One of my nine year olds, boy, I mean, he has no idea how fortunate he is. We're always trying to tell him, his name is you Keller. You have no idea. He'll be like, I want the internet in the car. And we're like, we don't have internet in the car. He's like, you can make your phone into the internet. And I'm like, we're not doing that. You can be in the car without the internet. You're fine. Yeah. You are just fine. Yeah. When mommy was and, young. And then we follow it with exactly that. Well, we used to have, that's why we used to have like, you know, we're sitting in the car on a road trip. You didn't got no internets. You had a Mad Libs thing. Yes. Either that or you played the dumb license plate game. Or, yeah, the alphabet game. Yeah. Yes. Or my favorite thing was we used to that. do with uh, billboards. Um, you'd swap the names. So, like, if it was uh, Fenomart, it was Minafart. Oh, yeah. Or, like, mm-hmm. Old Country Buffet, Old Buntry. No, I'm, I got to be careful. Yeah, you do. But don't that's do, a really fun game. Don't do game. that burger restaurant that we talked about the other day. Oh, yeah. Don't do that one. Kerger Bing. Not that one. Okay. Uh, yeah, it it is. It's interesting because, like I said, trying to explain to young people who've grown up only understanding and knowing the internet has made it. They they literally do not understand. Yeah. How we lived without well, the I, internet. You know, uh, frankly, there are times when I'm thinking to myself, I, what the heck did we even do? How did we, like, you know, phones, internet kind of intertwined in the sense that, like, information is always ubiquitous. So I can always know where everybody is and what everybody is up to at any given moment with a few few exceptions if there's no service or no. Even when there's no service, you can typically communicate on your phone via internet now. Mm-hmm. So um, literally, just imagine the old days where... You had to get from point A to point B. You didn't have a map. Yeah. Like, what did you do? I mean, I could tell you what you did, but, you know, like, you those are the things. At the, at the gas station yeah. and asked for And you talked to a human being and yes. said, can you tell me, please, how to get from point A to point yeah. B? I remember actually traveling in uh, Japan when I was studying abroad as a sophomore in college how many times I had to stop and ask people directions, which was terrifying because they would speak to me in a foreign language because that's what well, it wasn't a foreign language do. to them. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, versus today, if you traveled abroad, you don't ever have to interact with anyone. No, you just plop it into your phone and you'll get where you need which to go. Which is just a crying shame because well, it, you're all missing out on human connection. But it is in some ways, right? Because yeah. it doesn't teach you, it doesn't teach people to be as resourceful as we had to be at one point in our lives. And I honestly think we don't flex that muscle as much anymore. Oh, for sure. Because we know that we can just go to the internet and it's there. There's no, there's no need for us to try to figure out a way to do something 
I just go to YouTube to watch how to do it. Oh yeah, like I when don't I, have to. I remember troubleshoot. One time, my uh, uh, the sink in my apartment clogged, and I called my dad and asked him how to fix the sink. Today, you would just Google how to fix my sink. Yeah. And you'd get six to seven tutorials yep. within a couple minutes. And then you'd go online and post about how amazing, you know, like, I should have been a plumber because I am really good. And then all your friends got to hear about how good you are at being a plumber and you're really not. You just did it's what the internet. everybody else did. But the Internet made you feel like you were a superstar. That's all the Internet does. It makes oh, you feel God. good about yourself. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I don't know. I don't like when people feel too good about themselves. I mean, it doesn't mean you should feel good about yourself. It just makes you feel that way. That's true. I'll tell you what I'm not feeling right now. Very awake. And I got something to blame. Yeah, I'm still on it, you guys. Daylight saving time. I'm, I think we're all on it, actually. Honey. No, I'm saying, I mean, I'm still ragging on it. I'm still angry about it. Oh, okay. And Speaking I'm pretty of the 1990s, sure she's you, ragging on it. I'm pretty sure you all are, too. When we come back... I have scientific proof that day three, I actually don't, that day three of daylight saving is the worst day. Uh, But there are some things you should be aware of with daylight saving time. We'll tell you about them after this on My Talk 107.1. I'm still missing that hour we lost. I don't know about you guys. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We are on a mission, are we not? Yes, it's time to kill daylight saving time. I'm sorry, abolish. Kill is kind of harsh. That was harsh. I would like to drive a stake into the heart of daylight saving time. Because I, I also, I just want to call it daylight savings time because whatever, I don't care that it's supposed to be daylight saving time, but kill it, make it dead, give it some sort of disease, terminal, by Disappear it. I'm just tired of artifact, like we have enough confusing, awkward, frustratingly stressful, unnecessarily um, movie shaky, like frenetic things going on in our lives. This is one thing we could do to slow our lives down and to not have to screw with my sleep schedule. Thank you. Yes, and I it's not just your sleep schedule that I'm worried about, Bradley. It's everybody's because I think people get a little edgy, especially when we spring forward and we lose that hour. It wreaks havoc. To that end, uh, in our effort to abolish uh, the daylight saving time ritual, we've started... A petition. Yeah, and it's on the change.org, so it's legit. Do you guys know that we have like almost 300 people's signatures at this point? So TikTok. <laughs> no pun intended. Okay. Actually, pun totally intended. Um, we have almost 300 signatures right now. We would love to get to 500 before the end of the hour. And we've got some great, um, you know. Incentives. Incentives for you guys. We'll just keep talking. That's. <laughs> yeah, it's like our fun drive. Anyway, um, no, we created a change.org petition to abolish daylight saving time in Minnesota. I don't care about the rest of y'all, but in Minnesota, we can fend for ourselves. All you have to do is sign it on petition, and if enough people do it, hey, I'm telling you, we could get the. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. 
Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. This thing going, man. It's true. We only got what, like, how many people we got in Minnesota? Eight million or something? Uh, like five. Five million? Yeah, yeah. less than you thought leave? even. Come on. Well, they probably left because they were tired of setting their clocks. 5.57 million. So TikTok, let's do this. We could do it by the end of the week. You can find our petition by going to mytalk1071.com. You can find it on all the social media platforms for mytalk1071 and on our social media platforms as well. Uh, it's easy to sign and then please share it and just urge people to sign it because you guys, I'm going to give you another reason why you should sign it. I just said, I think day three is the worst day so far. For me, I just feel like my butt is dragging, and I don't know why, if it's the weather or what, but now I got something else for us all to worry about. I know. It's so frustrating. Well, here's the thing I want you to worry about. Oh, well, that's not very nice. We are all at an increased risk for a heart attack. What? Oh, good Lord. Uh, No, this is true. Research shows, and this is legit research by researchers who do researching, uh, there's a 24% jump in the number of heart attacks occurring the days after we spring forward for daylight saving time. Oh, so basically daylight saving time kills you. Essentially, yes. Mm. But specifically, it's the springing forward that is a problem. Uh, the reason, and, and, tip, and typically it's Monday, the Monday. So yesterday, we probably, if you had a heart attack yesterday or oh, know somebody who did, oh. I'm just telling you. Oh. The reason that it happens on Monday mornings could be attributed to several factors, including the stress of starting a new work week um, or the changes in the sleep-wake schedule. But the insufficient uh, sleep that you get as a result of springing forward is part of what is to blame. So does that not make you want to sign the dumb petition? Yeah. I mean, frankly, it's just a matter of time before this happens. At some point, you know, millennials will do right by us. And, Take care uh, of us, please. Yeah, come on. I'm basically an old fogey at this point. So well, I'm getting you... older by the second. Help. Literally. I've fallen and the clock needs to not move. And honestly, now that we're here, I want to just stay here. Can we just stay like this? So when the fall comes, we don't want to fall. Do we back. stay here or we? No, we'd stay here. Okay. No, well, yeah, we'd stay here. No, I think that we would want to go back and then never. Oh return. yeah, because now the spring forward is or then to we fall the back. Oh, okay, then we, we do fall a... back and then we never. And then we move. So have we've to got spring. time, but TikTok. We've got a year. No, we've no, got we've got the fall. six. We've got till fall. You're not in charge of the math. Sorry, I'm too tired. That's why it's this dumb clock changing. Well, yeah, and your tone right now is really not helping. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 107.1. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And these are, are your D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Douchebag! Chloe Kardashian. Chloe, Chloe, Chloe. Kardashian. Get your douchebag! You okay over there? Yeah, Chloe Kardashian is Why my douchebag. Why is she your douchebag? Um, because we have now seen the return of our favorite, poor Chloe. 
Poor Chloe. Poor unfortunate. She's so hard. Um, People Magazine is reporting that Chloe has trust issues. Here's the headline that I came across. Trust issues with Chloe. Uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that is appropriate because you should never trust a Kardashian. Chloe Kardashian has quote trust issues, and it quote will take a long time before she dates again after being hurt by first by Lamar and then Tristan. Uh, According to a source who talked to People Magazine, quote, she just needs time. It's going to take so long for her to rebuild trust with anyone. Uh, And she feels burned because Tristan's cheating follows Lamar Odom's cheating. This is the second time this has happened. It will take her a long time to date again. A significant amount of time. Does this not just, I mean, of course, I do not want to diminish the reality of somebody who has been cheated on. But this is just the furthering of the poor Chloe. Why? What's Chloe always gets cheated on? I know the victim. Like, if you why know, does this always have to happen to her? Because she makes bad choices. <gasps> because she is Thank a woman you. gifted with tremendous amounts of privilege in a family with tremendous amounts of privilege in a world in a country with well in a state mm-hmm. with tremendous amounts of privilege in a country with tremendous amounts of privilege, and yet. And yet, I am supposed to wake up on any given morning and believe that this poor thing has been disadvantaged in some way. Mm-hmm. Which just... is why you have two celebrity mothers oh. who have paid hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. to give their children a leg up and feel like victims in the process. Okay, I rest my case. Don't worry. We'll be talking about that again later yeah, but as no, well. I mean, come on, cry me a river. I, you know, like I said, if this is something that has happened to you in your life, I am sorry and I understand that it would take a significant amount of time to start dating again. When it comes to Khloe Kardashian, this is merely a storyline that advances a caricature of herself that she has profited off of. Yeah. I mean, she, I mean, that's the thing you don't, it's not that I don't feel sorry for people who have been cheated on. I don't buy that Khloe Kardashian is the average person who's been cheated on. I think that she benefits full well from living the life that she is. And this poor Khloe storyline advances her career in a way that it doesn't, it's not apples to orange or apples to apples when you compare her life experience with the, the, the casual listener who. Or you or like I. Chloe Anderson, your neighbor, who's yeah. kind of had a rough with a go. C because that's how you spell that name. Exactly. Um, who was actually cheated on? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I also. Yeah, no, I don't need to make it about something bigger than that. It's just Chloe, right? Yeah. This is just right, man. I mean, go get a spray tan and and Damn. show your boobies. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm looking at a picture of her. I say that because I'm looking at a photo of her with her. Her jug's hanging out <laughs> in a denim jacket. I mean, she's fine. Worry not. Chloe Kardashian will land on I'm her being feet. Being very dismissive, I apologize. It's will fine. she land it's on her feet, though? Well, <laughs> well, I mean, she's got a buoyancy. Buoyancy? <laughs> what kind of word is buoyancy? A buoyancy? A buoyancy issue, mm-hmm. perhaps. But That's all. That's all I got for you. I'm Chloe. Okay. Who's your D-bag? Oh, 
Mm. I, I got I I sneaked a peek at yours and mm. I can't believe I did not choose this one today because I. Yes, go. I would like to introduce oh, you to a lady mm-hmm. and the lady has a name and uh, let me pull this up. The lady's name is Idiot. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, D-Bag. Her name is Leanne. Leanne. Hi, Leanne. She is in her 30s. And you may know Leanne without actually knowing her name. You may know Leanne as the woman who was attacked by a jaguar at an Arizona zoo on Saturday. Now, when you, if you haven't heard this story, you should know that Leanne thought it was a good idea to cross an enclosure for wild animals, mm-hmm. specifically man-eating jaguars, to get a selfie. And in the process, she got a jaw and some teeth on her body mm-hmm. from a jaguar. Now, she survived, and she actually sustained non-life-threatening injuries. She is da- uh, darn lucky. She's so lucky. That she didn't get torn apart uh, as could have happened and has happened to other people who have, you know, somehow found themselves in enclosures. And it's not like she fell. She like inserted herself into this enclosure so that she could get the best selfie. Well, that story alone is like D baggy, right? Like, come on, no selfie is worth dying for. And it's just crazy that we have to talk about people who do these things, right? It's a good reminder. No picture is worth it. No. I also would never do that with a selfie because I always think I look horrible in selfies. So I would have had somebody else holding the camera and then that would have been a a safety mechanism because they would have been like, yeah, you don't need to go that back that far back. Right. Okay. Anyway, left her her own device as she almost died. Well, that's not the debaggy part. The debaggy part is that she's now apologizing, but that's not the debaggy part because that's kind of awesome. Right. She's taking responsibility for her actions. And I thought kudos and congrats and thank you. She says, I was in the wrong for leaning over the barrier. She is taking full responsibility. Well, okay, wait, so then why is she the D-bag, Bradley? That is a good question. Thanks. Because a, a word followed that statement, and the word is but. Oh, and you know what happens when you say the word but? It negates every single thing you yep. say before the but. So I was in the wrong for leaning over the barrier, But erase all of the things you just said. I do think that maybe the zoo should look into moving their fence back. No, you idiot. You should look into moving your dumb self to the toilet store. What? Yeah, you should be. I just. Where are we? I fell apart. I fell apart. The toilet store. I was just trying to insult her, and I. (laughs) That's the best I could do on short notice. Maybe you shouldn't be stupid and climb yeah, over the fence regardless waste, of how close waste, it is to the jaguar. You are an idiot. You are an idiot. If you find yourself with an urge to climb over a waist-high barrier, you get what you pay for. Like, that is nobody's yeah. fault. And, you know, trying to say, well, they should have made it harder for me to be an idiot. No. It is absolutely nobody's responsibility to prevent you, to to... Uh, keep you from yourself. Right. If you are dumb enough to do something that a sentient human being, nine times out of ten, would know not to do, that is on you. And I, while I, I don't want anybody to feel unnecessary pain, and I'm sure she was traumatized, that is, that is when you say, 
I made a mistake and I want to encourage all of the people in the world to not do what I did. Instead, what she did was say, I take responsibility, but I really don't. But they should take responsibility. So then it shifts the blame back to the zoo. And again, I'm sorry. That's your fault. That is not the zoo's fault. And honestly, I think 90% of the problem is the, the, the inability for her to understand that wild animals that are in enclosures are wild. Yeah. They're not pets. And they're in enclosures for a reason. Yeah, because they're going to eat you. Yeah. Also, um, you know, it's a good thing that they're not killing the jaguar, but that Mm -hmm. certainly could have happened. And if I were her, I would... I would have been mortified yeah. that my, you know, idiocy led to the, you know, killing of a perfectly innocent animal doing what, I don't know if you know this, animals do. Because, because, hashtag nature. Yeah. Idiot. And in this case, her nature is to be an idiot. So she's yeah. my D-bag for the day. When we, Bye. when we come back uh, in a shocking turn of events, we have to give some credit to some celebrities that we usually rag on. And this is legit. It's I'm, hard. I'm actually not necessary. even kidding. We're going to give credit to Kim Kardashian and to Wendy Williams. In one segment. And I am not Whoa. joking. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 107.1. We're about to do something unprecedented on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 107.1 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We are going to give credit where credit is due to two celebrities that we traditionally do not give any credit to, and that is Kim Kardashian and Wendy Williams. Yeah, normally we just like to give them crap, uh, but now we're giving them kudos. Kim Kardashian, um, and we talked about this a little bit during the Dirt Alert update, I think, uh, or Dirt Alert, that Kim Kardashian is paying five years worth of rent for a man that was released from jail. And when I saw this headline, I thought to myself, what? What is Kim Kardashian doing? But um, she's actually doing good for the world, which does not happen every day. And Mm -mm. it turns out the man in question is Matthew Charles. He served 20 years of a a 35 year sentence for a nonviolent drug and weapons charge. Uh, He was actually the first to be released under some new prison reform laws. Uh, Unfortunately, though, he recently had a housing application denied because of his background. You know, his his criminal record led to him, him being denied for housing. So, according to TMZ, some sources familiar with the situation uh, said that Kim reached out after hearing his story and wanted to do something for him and agreed to pay his rent for five years. Which is amazing. It's it's absolutely, you know, it's it's awesome because so often we give celebrities crap for like, you know, you guys spend all this money on dumb things. Like how many times have we done a story about her and her purses or something right. and we're like you know you could take some of that money and do some good with it well she actually is doing some good with mm-hmm. it so mm-hmm. um and he actually acknowledged it on i think it was on facebook he said i just received the most wonderful news tonight i just had to share with everyone kim kardashian west said they heard about my situation was moved and has decided to help me and to me in an unbelievable way Kim did not do this for attention or publicity, but I had to share it because it's too good not to. And my heart is about to burst with happiness that I wish you to rejoice in the news with me. And many of your responses about the outcome of my dilemma prophesied it. God is good. What the devil meant for bad, good. God reversed again for my good. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you, Kim Kardashian West, 
and Tracy. I don't remember who Tracy is. Just uh, Tracy. For the love shown to me when I was locked up, and now that I, it's probably it's somebody in his Connected. life, I believe. Yeah, um, that was like a maybe a go between or whatever. Anyway, he's giving props to Kim Kardashian, and I think we should too. Now, I do just want to say that I one of the things that I'm so that makes me so enamored with this story is that she's really actually putting her money where her mouth is. This is something. This is look. Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts you know, prison reform and, and, um, and cases like these are something that she has become passionate about. And we've seen her, we've seen her actually taking action. We kind of, I mean, I don't want to say made fun of her, but at first I think we were like, what Kim Kardashian is doing what, but she's really become passionate about it. And she's not giving up and she's doing real things that are really working and are being helpful. And that to me is something to be commended. But just to prove that I that I'm still in here, um, I just want to point out that this was published in TMZ. And TMZ well is very close with Well, yeah. I mean look she is allowed. I just have to say I have to say it because I'm still in here. I just need to say that she's allowed to use her powers for good as well as evil. So totally. at least they're using TMZ to tell a story that's worth telling. Yes. Um, regardless, thank you, Kim Kardashian. And more celebrities could take a message, take a, a, a page out of your playbook, minus all the other stuff that really drives us nuts. And don't worry, we're going to still come for you when necessary. Although I will say of the people we come for, it's usually her sister and ain't her. Right. Because she's too busy. Like she's kind of like. She's going to a different plane. She's also got a lot to deal with. Uh, her husband is now starting a mega cult. Full of yahoos. Yahoos. Mm-hmm. That's what it's It's a cult. Anyway, so Kim Kardashian, kudos with a K. We also need to celebrate and honor today a woman uh, that is also illiterate in nature, meaning her name starts, her first name and her last name start with the same letter. Mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian. We need to celebrate as well. Wendy Williams. Again, unprecedented. Why are we celebrating Wendy Williams today, Bradley? Wendy Williams. She has launched a substance abuse hotline. This is awesome. Yeah, so a week after returning to her show, and I got opinions, but I'm going to keep them to myself. For now. For now. um, She actually is reaching out to help other people in need. So you know that Wendy battled a cocaine addiction in her 20s and 30s. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep talking um, and previously has told uh, folks that drugs were a demon she had to overcome. And so now she is putting her money where her mouth is 
And uh, th- this, uh, her family has a hunter foundation, which I, I uh, admit I don't know anything about. But the Hunter Foundation has partnered with an organization called Trust, T-R-U-S to the T, which is an organization dedicated to building a bridge from treatment to long-term recovery. And so they partnered, trusted with the Hunter Foundation, to launch a national resource hotline, 1-888-5-HUNTER, where you can get resources for those suffering from drug addiction or substance abuse. You can get resources for their families and loved ones or the general public to receive education and awareness That's information. Awesome. So, 24-hour nationwide hotline to offer treatment services and resources to those in need. And thank you Wendy Williams for doing so. That is seriously awesome. I I honestly can't think of like um, you know, how I totally dragged Kim Kardashian on the last one, even after I said a bunch of nice things. I can't even think of a I can't either. I was gonna try to say. say something like Holly said earlier, really something really offensive, but I won't I won't bring it up. Oh thanks. Throw Holly under I'm the kidding. bus. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Somebody else did, and you just read the headline, I think. I Do don't, you remember no. when we were reading the story and you read something somebody said, like, maybe she should have called her own number? Oh, that's a blind item. Mm. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. But I'm not going to say that no. today because here's the thing. Nor, you don't need to, first of all, because you just said somebody else said it. I mean, it was on the internet, mm-hmm. the World Wide Web. But I, you know, as somebody who is uh, in recovery and has been for a number of years, occasionally you need resources, you need to have reminders and you need to have uh, access to stuff should problems creep up. Um, So it's nice. I can't make fun of that or poke her for that at all. No, no, it's absolutely awesome. Wendy to the Williams, but your time is numbered. You got one segment. So we're coming for you on Monday Uh or tomorrow. Okay, yep. I mean, or Monday. What's we don't it, know I when. Don't, yeah. You don't know either. Later in the show. Yeah, possibly. Give me a headline. I don't know. Uh, well, I'll tell you who we're coming at, uh, coming after in the next segment. Oh, geez. This, oh, crap. This really is uh, the story we did not know we were going to be talking about today, early today, about, mm, I don't know, what time was it? Like in the 10 o'clock hour this morning, uh, or 9 o'clock hour, news broke of a very, very extensive uh, racketeering scandal that many, many wealthy celebrities, uh, among other wealthy yeah, business people... Yeah, lots of muckety mucks and a couple of uh, big-name celebrities, to be sure. ...were involved in, and it all had to do with um, paying exorbitant amounts of money to cheat to get their kids into high-profile schools. Uh, As we speak right now, uh, at least Felicity Huffman is in custody. Do we know if Lori Laughlin is in custody yet? Uh, No, that was the um, the update that she was negotiating when to like surrender herself. Okay, she was traveling when this indictment was unsealed. So uh, Felicity Huffman was arrested today for her part in in this scandal. Lori Laughlin again, has been charged. We don't know yet. Well, Lori Laughlin and her husband, which also a very big um, muckety-muck, and we can talk about that on the other side of this break. Also, though, um, William H. Macy has not been charged, but I've got some, like, I've got his words that I will read for you 
that indicate he was fully aware of what was going on. Okay, because I was wondering why he hasn't been held well, accountable. we can talk about it. We can talk about it. The husband of Felicity Huffman, yeah. William Macy. We'll be talking about this after the break on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.